Michael Prater, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. I really appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. So you do double duty. You are an artist, as we know you by trade, but you also have a day job, as many artists do, correct? Oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I, I work for FedEx. I'm a courier. That is a d good, dependable job, though, and I can expect that it has been crazy the past yes. year and a half. Yeah, it has. It has. It's yeah, it's still crazy. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's gonna stop. So yeah. How have you like? Have you had to work more hours? Like, how have you had to like balance that with both like your artwork and like your life work? Um. Well, I, I would say artwork is taking a hit on that, but um. Um. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm busy. I work a lot. I was, I'm still working over fifty hours a week usually, and um, which is a lot more than I used to work, and. Uh, but, and I don't really see an end in sight to that, but I, I'm, I'm still getting some things done. I've, I've, I've started um, making art inside the house now. I, I turned a room into like an inside studio. So my work is more like on paper and something I can do at my desk and stuff inside and, and it's less involved with cutting wood and things that I used to do in my studio outside. So oh, I'm, I'm that's good. Work. Yeah, yeah. Do you still, like, do you have like elbow room like because I know that you know like doing what you do like it requires like a lot of width um yes I've got plenty of room I, I have yes I have a, a perfect house um, and a perfect um the house I have and the studio I have it, it, like the studio is a workshop um out behind the house and it's I've got all the room I need I can roll my saw outside and just I have plenty of room to do anything and inside I just um, the size I paint is usually um, I can even tell you what size the paper is that I usually paint on but I just I tape it up on the wall and and uh, paint like that so I've got, I've got plenty of room yeah. tell me more about the work that you make I know that you are a self-taught artist which goes along with what you call yourself yeah yeah exactly um, um, I make um, mostly now it's, it's, it's mostly like I said it's mostly things on paper and which I've done all along uh, I, um, when I first started making art I, I was in a different house and um, the, the space I had I had space upstairs in the attic and I was making things on wood and trying to find wood and I, I didn't buy any canvases I've never bought a canvas I don't think and I, I would just make things out of things I found um, <coughs> excuse me when I moved out of that house moved into a small apartment and I, so I adapted the way I worked to um, I had a little walk-in type closet it was a wide walk-in closet so I hung, I hung a drop light in there and uh, started taping like I would buy one big huge sheet of paper I don't know what size it is and uh, cut it in half and I was using painting those inside that closet I just set myself up a little up, uh, studio inside my studio apartment and uh, that's where I really picked up my my real, I think my real style of the way I, most of the things I make, and um, uh, and you know even after moving out of that place and moving to other different bigger places, I pretty much still primarily just work on paper and put it up on the wall or up on. A, um, I've had this board that I've it's like a fiber board type of thing that I've carried around for years, and I uh, usually just put the paper on it and work on it and. Um, I just like the way paper feels. I, I've never, uh, canvas just seems too bouncy.
bouncy. Or, I don't know. It just, it just doesn't. Uh, I don't care for it. So I really like working on paper like I do. And and then occasionally I'll, I'll go out and still make some stuff on wood. And uh, like I made this thing called, uh, which I need to take to the show just to show. I'm glad. Thank you. I just thought about that. I, it's I call it um, a thing that has no purpose, and it's just like a. It's a sculpture, little, little box. I mean, you can take the lid off of it and you can put anything illicit or otherwise in it that you want. And uh, but it was just fun to make. So occasionally I make wood, but it, it's it's mostly now just painting on paper. I, I never thought about that. You said that canvas is too bouncy. That is very interesting. But it's also, I mean, that is very true. Like canvas is, you know, it's tight because you're supposed to be able to just be able to work on it flat. But it's like if you certain things. It can only accommodate so much. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, I never learned to stretch canvas and stuff. So, so see, like, like that's my um, uh, my self-taughtness. <laughs> you know, I, I've never learned to stretch canvas and to. It still just sort of blows my mind. Well, well, how did they paint that on flat, unstretched canvas, and then get that stretched and make it look exactly right within that? I, I, I just, you know, it's it's probably completely understandable but it, it blows my mind so um, I've always just stuck with paper and and I really don't see any reason not to use paper I, I mean I've seen plenty of artists do paint on paper and then put it on a canvas um, so I've, just, I've always just done paper you know just use really good paper and gesso it and paint or draw on it and um, and then and then just hang it on the wall like that or frame it up I used to build frames too or, I mean I still can't but frame quite a bit of what I built or what I made. What would you say inspires your work? Because it is I love the mixed media aspect of it. Like you you do large lettering but then you also like you incorporate cardboard into it and then you incorporate like watercolor into it but then you also do acrylic. Like it is so it is all over the place in literally the best way. Well yeah well thank you. Um so what inspires what inspires the work? Yes. What you're asking um uh, a lot of things that I that I see, a lot of different artists inspire inspire the work, um, and then I, I think not, you know, my my skill levels <laughs> sort of inspire the work. You know, like I'm not a watercolorist; I've never been a watercolorist. But recently, I picked up um, some watercolors that I had and. And started using them and, and made it work, and I was really pleased with what with what I was coming up with, and I don't see a reason why, on one big painting like a lot of the paintings I have now and that I have for this show, I've got I think four of them. They're called um, from the desk of. It's a series of, and <clears throat> excuse me, um, I've been for a while now, just as I'm reading a book or as I'm listening to music or anything I pick up and I'm interested in. I'll go and write it down on, on notes at my desk, and I, I save hotel stationery, and um, that's inspired by uh, like um, the artist Martin Kippenberger. He would draw and do things on any hotel stationery he ever had, and Wes Lang has done a bunch of drawings on hotel stationery. So I save it when I go to places, and then I just take notes on the, on the book or write down quotations, and I'll use different pencils or different pens or. Collect thoughts, and um, and then I, I just had the idea one time of making like a diary on a on a page, and it's you know I, I would say it's kind of inspired by Rauschenberg and in 
inspired by Basquiat and inspired by artist Wes Lang. Um, and of course, they all do it a lot better. But this is, I mean, I really do feel that this is me. I can, I think there's many artists you see, you can see, if you, if you know enough about art, you can see what they were inspired by and that they rip off a little bit, you know? But, and so I, I can see that in my work. But I also see that that I'm doing something that's completely me because these things that I write down on the notes are the things that I was interested in, and it's interesting to read them, see how they tie together, and then and then putting color and um, other kinds of graphic things or drawings. You know, drawings. I'm not the best draftsman in the world, but I make it work sometimes. And if I'm reading this book and they talk about this, I read a lot of. Um, historical fiction type stuff from around World War II, World War II. So if they're talking about the hero has got this particular gun, and I've never heard of this gun before, I go look it up and, and I, I'll draw the gun, and, or I'll draw the, uh, some artist or person that's interesting to me. And I got through for the last show I had at the Motel Art Show, I, I was into um, uh, Charles Baudelaire, and I, I'm surprised myself by actually being able to draw his face and make it look like him. So I, I just made a bunch of photocopies of that and started pressing, you know, putting those on a, a few paintings at the time. But, so I'm inspired by all kinds of artists because I like all kinds of things, but I'm never going to be a, a portrait painter. Yeah, but that's, this is like you have found what works for you and the fact that you were so open to seeing and interacting with so many different forms of art, like it really aids your work. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, I hope it, yeah, I, I just, that's one thing that I, it's not I strive to do, but it's just something I do. I, I keep a wide range of things just going all the time, um, and lots of books. I, I buy way too many books, and, and, stack up and read through them and I've got a few different books going at the time or and different music and and I follow a lot of you know like because of the last couple of years we, we haven't been able to do museums and galleries as much but I, I follow a lot of artists on Instagram and, uh, and but I try to now that we've been able to travel some I've been making trips to museums and going out of town to see things and I, just, I, I really try to feed my brain my memory sucks. It's it's terrible as far as remembering things, but I know that if I put enough in there, that some little kernel of that is gonna. Tell me about the totems. The totems. Um. Um. I. You know that those things I made them, and I don't. I, I really. <coughs> some, I look back at some things I've made. And it's like a different person made it because I, I don't. I, I was pretty proud of those that the, they they looked, you know, any kind of uh, carpenter, anybody who's really skilled with a saw could could just point out a million. <laughs> things no, I love it. them. But yeah, well, thank you. I it, I was I was really proud of them. I just I don't know where that came from. Um, and and I'm, I called them totems, you know, because they're they're totems. I mean, you know, a, a totem like a totem pole or like any other form or object that is, is called a totem. And, but I made like sort of a tongue-in-cheek, tongue-in-cheek, I called them tote-ums, like 
P-O-T-E, because um, I, I had the little um, holes in the bottom, and they've got the two prongs at the top, and I can stack them and interchange them, and you can, they're different colors, so you can arrange them any way you want to, and, uh, and I, you can tote them around and do whatever you want with them, so that was sort of a touch thing. But, um, but I discovered later on, past couple years, I'd always just called them totems, but I sort of renamed them recently. Uh, and I re- renamed them, um, and I loved you before I knew you. Because if you go and look at the work of Ann Truitt, who I swear when I made these, I couldn't have told you who Ann Truitt was, but I probably had seen her work somewhere, uh, museum or somewhere. But um, her, I just, I, I see her work all over my totems, or um, Issa Ginskin is another artist who's has made things like this. So, uh, I don't know. I, I'm really, I, I really love them. I'm pleased with them. I had them at the show. Also, I, I lose track of what years, which, but uh, it's, it's fun. I, I, I'm, I'm moving around myself sometimes. I get tired of them. I just sort of restack them. Would you so, ever make more of them? Um, yeah, sure. I would. I, I um, because I would paint them differently than I paint these. I, I was, you know, I made them long enough ago that um, sometimes I got I got a little happy with the, the primary color on a couple of them, and I would I would love to do some different color combinations. And I thought of a different way I would put them together too, rather than with the, the prongs. They almost when you get them stacked up, they they really do look like a skyscraper, and they, they look almost like the World Trade Center. And that was not a reference at all. Um, or the Sears Tower, any kind of big skyscraper with two prongs out of the top of it. But yeah, I might make some more of those one day. Um, but you know, they're kind of time intensive and labor intensive. But but I was pleased with them. I'm surprised you haven't had offers to buy them. I, I sold one. I sold one of them to um, to some some friends of mine. And um, yeah, I, I was. <laughs> thank you. I was kind of surprised too. I thought, man, these are great. <laughs> I think that's how a lot of artists feel. You like when you make it, you're like, "Why isn't everyone clamoring for this? It is the best thing I've made. Like it yes, is. I, it's the best thing I made, and I am a genius. So why aren't you buying my? You are yeah. a genius, clearly. <laughs> but um, you know, I've, I've made a couple things like that, I, and and um, so I guess it just a lot of it ends up in my house, and I'm just really proud of it myself. But. Um, Someday I'm, I'm gonna have. I've threatened a, a couple times to have a home show, and just uh, back during COVID, when COVID was really going, uh, I was thinking, well, you know, I could have a home show, and I could just have people line up out of the door of my house and out down the, the driveway, keep them separated, and let them walk through and see everything on display. Walk through the house and go out in the backyard, and I'll have a couple coolers set up, tubs set up with beer and, and wine and drinks. Everybody mask up, and but I haven't done that yet. But someday I might do that. Well, with that being said, what can people? You're you are participating in the one night stand show, the Ole Miss Motel. Um, yeah. This is your. You've done it before. Yeah, I've done it a few times before. I don't know how many. I did the. I may have done the first one that she did in Oxford. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay, great. You'd have to ask her, but yeah, I believe I did. And uh, so, yeah, I've been involved with it quite a while. Yeah, it's, it's always so much fun. What can people expect from you as far as like what you will have on sale? 
that series of the, from the desk of paintings and you know I can't decide if they're too personal to me but, but I think people may like them I've done um, a bunch of um, diptychs that you know two paintings together that work off of each other and they're small and I have them framed um, I actually bought frames from Ikea don't tell about each <laughs> uh, I, I, I framed them and put the frames the frames are connected together so I mean ideally or the way I envision is by this this painting together it's a diptych in two pieces and the left and the right work with each other color wise or pattern wise or whatever it is you know it's a, it's a single piece just don't two things I like to see work travel across like that so I've got I've got maybe 10 of those and um, I've also got some other old um, some things on paper that I've made over the past couple of years like uh, normally would make things um, I might bring my um, thing that has no use just to show I mean if anybody just was dying to have it and you know, I could part with but I may have a couple other things around the house that I'll bring because I you know it's been a long time since I've showed anything because it's the way we've been locked down in the past couple of years so yeah, no, literally, it has been a couple, it's getting upon a couple of years. Isn't that wild? Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. It's, it's, um, it's, it's just been crazy. So I think that this will be a, a great show and a great opportunity that people need to just come out and mask up and, uh, and be responsible, but have a good time and see some art and uh, get yourself, your soul replenished and have a good hang with people and see what you know it's, it's, it's a good way to spend a night well there you go well is there anything else that you would like to add or that you want people to know about you and your work where can people find you on the internet um let's see well I'm on Instagram mostly I've got my regular Instagram page but I also have a Instagram that I I post my art on um and it's should I get it now Sure, yes. Okay, so it's Lo-Fi, um, which is the name that I work with, um, Lo-Fi. Um, Lo-Fi Mike Prater, all the one phrase, and that's on Instagram. And I actually post the things as I, as I work on them, and then I'll, I'll go back and post old things too. So. Well, perfect. Awesome. Well, Michael, thank you again so much for taking the time to talk to me. Oh, you're welcome, Aaron. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. It's cool. It's fun.